please stand as you are able and join us in singing hymn 205. Secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, whose Son Jesus is the Good Shepherd of your people, grant that when we hear his voice we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Those who had been baptized devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who had believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm for today is hymn 645. Hymn 645.
reading from the first letter of Peter. It is a credit to you if, being aware of God, you endure pain while suffering unjustly. If you endure when you are beaten for doing wrong, what credit is that? But if you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that free from sins we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and the guardian of your souls. The word of the Lord. The sequence hymn is hymn 343. We will sing the first three verses prior to the reading of the gospel and the final verse after. According to John. Glory Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. 
Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. be seated. In March, I had a health issue that went from totally unremarkable to life-threatening with surprising speed. It began innocuously enough when I had a small spot that looked like it had gotten infected, and of course I treated it and used hot compresses and all the things one usually does. And when it grew, I did the responsible thing and went to the doctor who gave me a prescription to take alongside the other treatments. Overnight, the area quadrupled. So on a Saturday morning, I went into the clinic for a follow-up. The doctor took one look at me and offered to call an ambulance, saying that I had an abscess and needed IV antibiotics and probably surgery. So I ended up in the emergency department where a parade of medical professionals came through and after looking at the infection, lost their professional neutral face. And I had a procedure within a few hours and then ended up staying five days in the hospital. The first 48 hours of which were in the emergency department observation area where they check on you every two hours around the clock. By Monday morning, a woman doctor came in with a team of medical students and looked at the before picture and my current state and said to me three times and with great compassion, it is so good that you came in when you did. I was extremely fortunate and I know it. What my experience made obvious was how suddenly and clearly life itself can become valuable to us, especially when our own lives or those of someone whom we love might be at risk. Mine was a poignant reminder that life is precious and that even though we often take it for granted, it is not guaranteed. For those of us who have had a medical crisis, or lost or nearly lost someone whom we love to death, a close encounter with mortality peels away any sense of business as usual. In this week's gospel, Jesus reminds us of the difference between those who say they care for us and those who truly do. 
echoing the 23rd Psalm, which begins with that famous phrase, the Lord is my shepherd, Jesus evokes the deeply resonant image of God as shepherd and God's people as sheep. Now, not many modern people really appreciate being compared to sheep, which are not reputed to be among the brightest of creatures on the earth. Most of us like to think we're a little wiser, more discerning, more independent and capable than sheep. But when it comes to the areas of life in which we need to entrust ourselves to others, we are as vulnerable as I was by putting myself in the hands of that medical team. We have to hope that the people to whom we entrust ourselves and our lives actually do have our best interests at heart. Jesus uses the metaphor of sheep and shepherd to illustrate the importance of hearing and following the right voice. In ancient Palestine, the sheep would spend their days grazing freely in the pasture, and at night they would be called by their shepherd to return, and they would enter into a closed pen called a sheepfold. The sheepfold was built out of either mud bricks or field stone, depending on which was more convenient, and the walls were high enough to keep out thieves and predators, as well as to keep the sheep from escaping. As each sheep entered the pen, they were watered, examined for any illness or injury, and treated if necessary. Once all of the sheep were inside the sheepfold, the shepherd then closed the gate, blocking the only opening. Some shepherds would then lie down in front of the gate and spend the night sleeping there. The shepherd therefore became the gate. In this case, the shepherd had physically placed himself between the sheep and anyone or anything which might wish to do them harm. Literally laying himself down in order to risk his life protecting the sheep. It is this kind of shepherd to whom Jesus refers when he says, I am the gate. Whoever enters my me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. Jesus has, in fact, laid down his life for us so that we can come into a safe place and go out again into the world. Shortly after my return from the hospital, I went on a spiritual retreat where I read a book that had been recommended to me by my spiritual director. The book is titled After by Dr. Bruce Grayson. Dr. Grayson is a psychiatrist who found himself drawn into the early and ongoing development into research of near-death experiences. And given my own brush with death, I was open to learning more. His extensive research shows that for people who have had an experience of clinically dying and then being returned to life, even for those who had attempted suicide, they tend to feel that life is more meaningful, more precious, and more enjoyable than it was before, and they feel more alive. Most people who had had a near-death experience were no longer afraid of dying, and, paradoxically, were also no longer afraid of living. For survivors, losing the fear of death means losing the fear of life, 
letting go of having to be in control all the time, taking more risks and enjoying life to the fullest. If we are to be people of God, we need to seek and respond to the voice of Jesus, the one who leads us into new life. Jesus has already done his part, showing himself to be the good shepherd we are to follow. We are called into this community, this sheepfold, to participate in the ongoing process of transformation. We are to engage in the practices that shape all of us as God's people, beginning with being baptized into Jesus' death and raised in him to eternal life. We are to live into our baptismal vows in which we promise to do as the disciples did and devote ourselves, as we heard in today's reading, to the apostles' teaching and breaking of bread, to the fellowship and to the prayers, which are the very things we do each time we gather together to celebrate the Holy Eucharist. For the early disciples and for us, following Jesus is more than simply gathering to worship together on Sundays. It is about new life in Jesus Christ that spills over into everything we do and everything we are. This is what Jesus means when he says, I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Abundant life, as it is described in Acts, is where the disciples spent time together, broke bread in their homes, and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God. Abundant life is filled with joy and gratitude and amazement. Sometimes it's simply being alive. When we realize that life is what we have at its very best, when we are surrounded by love, we want what we have for everyone, not just for us. Amen. Please stand as you are able and join with me in affirming our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead 
and the life of the world to come. Amen. In peace we pray to you, Lord God, for all people in their daily life and work, for our families, friends, and neighbors, and for those who are alone, for this community, the nation, and the world, for all who work for justice, freedom, and peace, for the just and proper use of your creation, for the victims of hunger, fear, injustice, and oppression, for all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble, for those who minister to the sick, the friendless, and the needy, for the peace and unity of the Church of God, for all who proclaim the gospel, and all who seek the truth, for Michael, our presiding bishop, Nicholas, our bishop, and for all bishops and other ministers, for all who serve God and God's church, for the special needs and concerns of this congregation. We pray for Bill for peace and dignity in his death and for those who love him. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for Richard and Robin Beaupre, John and Stephanie Beshera, and Ed Bogosian. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for the Church of the Good Shepherd, Pawtucket. Hear us, Lord. For your mercy is great. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings of this life. We will exalt you, O God, our King. And praise your name forever and ever. We pray for all who have died, that they may have a place in your eternal kingdom. Lord, let your loving kindness be upon them. Who put, put their, their trust in you. O Lord our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Please greet one another with a sign of the peace. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Thank you. Peace be with you, Rob. Peace be with you. Peace. 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 Thank you. Peace. Thank you.
but we are pleased to welcome, I mean, if you're wondering, if you think, that's not Craig. Um, <laughs> we are pleased to welcome the Reverend Canon Dean Cleaver Bartholomew, and she's the canon to the ordinary to preside and preach, which she's doing, and I think she's doing a great job. Thank you very much. Uh, also, uh, Drake, this is his last Sunday. Not <laughs> Who in it? <laughs> Not forever, but he's going to be taking a month off. Uh, and it is a, we say, I'm right, just reading what he wrote so I don't cry. Uh, it is farewell and not goodbye to Drake Douglas. With the end of the semester, Drake's middle year, internship has come to an end and he will be taking the month of May off. He will return in June to begin his senior year internship. And I don't know about you, but I am incredibly grateful for the service and the insight and his example and demonstration that he's given us of what kind of a great world life looks like. Don't get the whole 
no pauses is Sunday, May 7th at 3 p.m. And that's a $20 suggested donation. If you haven't, I mean, you hear the choir here, but if you haven't heard, like, people whose only job is to sing, pointing out that way, this space becomes a musical instrument. And it really is transformative. Uh, I, I highly recommend Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God.
let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. But chiefly are we bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. For he is the true Paschal Lamb, who was sacrificed for us and has taken away the sin of the world. By his death he has destroyed death, and by his rising to life again he has won for us everlasting life. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself, and when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also, 
that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. we are bold to say our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. Amen. The blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. Amen.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us in these holy mysteries that we are living members of the body of your Son and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, the honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Life is short, and we do not have much time to gladden the hearts of those who make the journey with us. So be swift to love, and make haste to be kind. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you this day and always. Amen. Amen. In 700 and